Hi everyone, happy Friday and welcome to our first Finance Friday. So on today's episode, we're going to do the last little bit of setting up for the real part of the podcast. We're going to be talking about why finance is important, relating it back to instant gratification just one last time, and then I'm just going to let you all know what you can look forward to in the future. So in order to tackle that first part about why finance is important, I wanted to start with TikTok. Now, recently on TikTok, uh, as I've been scrolling through my For You page, I've been seeing all these videos of teenagers who are basically joking and asking why we can't just print more money if we're in debt as a country. And while I know that that, um, a lot of it is a joke, as I was scrolling through the comments and talking to people in my own personal life, I realized that a lot of people seriously do have questions about that. And I also thought back to my own experiences and I realized that if I hadn't taken a macroeconomics class in high school, that would be a serious question that I too had. So we're going to start by answering that. And the reason we can't just print more money to solve the debt crisis is mostly for one major reason, and that's because if we print more money, it causes inflation to rise. Now, inflation is bad for two reasons, and I'm simplifying this a lot, but essentially if inflation rises, the value of bonds fall, and the government sells bonds to help finance the debt. Also, people don't trust the government if inflation is too high, so they won't buy bonds for that secondary reason, and then we end up in an even deeper problem. But the reason that inflation is bad for you as a consumer is because inflation decreases your purchasing power. So what that means is, If inflation were to occur, for example, with the price of bread, it might go up from $3 to $4. But just because it's gone up by that much doesn't mean that anything changes in terms of your own salary. So you maintain the same salary but are essentially paying more for your essential needs and other daily things. And that's bad because that means you have less to save in the end. So the reason that I wanted to start by answering and tackling that question is because Even if you're not pursuing a career in finance, I think it's really important to have a general knowledge of government policies in some senses, but more so finance in a more personal sense, because finance can do a lot for you in the future in terms of saving. And in terms of government policies, those affect your own personal savings, but a lot of times it also impacts how you make decisions and how you vote. And I think that for broader reasons, it's important for people to understand a little bit more than maybe we are taught just in school. So let's begin by just talking about what finance is, because I've been saying that word, but I haven't really defined it. And finance is anything related to the management and creation of money and investments. So on this podcast, um, I have to admit I'm a little bit nervous about this section because my credentials are still in the making and a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about is stuff that I'm researching on my own. So if you have any tips or if I mess up at some point, please feel free to let me know. But we're going to be talking about stocks how to decide what good investments are, why you should read your statements, how you should read them, etc. And just before we jump into the actual um, content of the finance segment, I did want to kind of establish the base and once again relate it to instant gratification. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because it's another one of those things that's going to take a long time or at least a little bit of time to see results. Um, And I kind of wanted to share some knowledge that I learned over the summer with you all. 
So over the summer, I had the opportunity to work with someone who has a private asset management firm in Fremont, California. It's called Sage Point LLC. And uh, the owner and founder of the firm is Arvind Chopra. And I consider him to be a mentor of sorts. I learned a lot from him this summer. And essentially, in his MBA program, he was at Stanford and he learned from William Sharp, who has a Nobel Peace Prize in economics. And uh, he won this prize because he discovered the Sharp theory or Sharp ratio, which, which essentially talks about risk efficiency in your portfolio. And he told us that he learned one thing from Sharp that has stuck with him through all these years and he wanted it to stick with us. And what he told us was, everyone cannot be better than average. Now, let me break that down a little bit for you all. Economics, which is essentially, I would say, a broader um, umbrella that contains finance within it, uh, is the study of scarcity. So it's basically about how we ration resources and in the world that we live in and in the markets that we invest in, there's a limit to the amount of resources we have. And that is why uh, we're able to um, make gains from when these companies do well and take losses from when they don't. And what essentially, um, what he was essentially trying to tell us was that because these resources are scarce, someone will have to lose for you to win or vice versa. And what that means is you might have losses or missed opportunities. So the reason that I wanted to kind of bring this up under the context of instant gratification is because it translates a lot to investment. Because as much research as you do, a lot of the time your gains are going to be based on luck. And the reason that I'm saying that is because trading with insider information is obviously illegal and a lot of us are not even part of the companies that we're investing in. So what we're going off of is historical data, right? And when you go off of historical data, there's a lot of ways that that not necessarily could go wrong, but could be misleading. And I've recently been hearing a lot of stories from family friends who held stocks of Apple and Google like 10 to 20 years ago, and they didn't realize the companies were going to do as well. And for example, their stocks were stagnant for a while or even like declining in value. And for those reasons, they decided to sell those stocks. And now they're sitting here saying that if they knew what they knew now, they would never have sold those stocks. They would have just waited them for, for them to go up. But the problem is that's not how we make decisions. Um, obviously, if you don't have very advanced technologies to do analysis, most of us are amateurs and we're investing based off of what information we can get off the internet and what predictions other economists are saying and what we have access to. And what that means is when we go off of this historical data, if we see that a stock isn't doing well and consistently has had bad performance, we have no incentive to keep it. So you have to always remember that. Um, obviously, if you knew what you knew in the future, you would have changed your decision, but that's not how it works. And so you should go into it with the mindset of really trying to learn as much as you can and make smart investments and trust your instincts. And obviously, sometimes they might fail you, but that's okay. And that's how this works. And um, I'm sure it's one of those things that you get better at as you go along. I'm hoping it's one of those things that you can get better at as you go along because I'm still new to this as well. But obviously, um, the broader thing that I'm trying to get at here is that there's some level of risk associated with finance and personal investing. And 
the reason that people still do it despite that is because oftentimes when you're investing in the stock market or other investments, even if you want to invest in property or gold, etc., you have the chance of getting more gains than if you just put your money in a bank. And that in itself is incentive enough to invest because even if you take losses one year, you might make major gains the next. Um, So that's what I would say is one thing to remember that even if you think you made a mistake, quote unquote, when you decided to take your money out or not invest in a certain stock, just remember that there's always continuous chances for growth and um, you really, everyone's really just doing the best that they can. And a lot of people are just getting lucky. Like there's no secret formula, I think. Um, And if you don't have a lot of knowledge about finance or access to advanced technologies, as I was saying before, everyone's really just doing the best they can with the information that they're able to find. And um, in the future, I guess my goal will be to go more into depth about risk and how to decide what a good investment is. But for today, I just kind of wanted to start here and establish that base of remembering that when you're starting as a beginner in anything, you're taking some sort of risk and that doesn't go away when you're investing. On Finance Fridays, I also want to include a stock that you all can look up and we'll all research it together after the episode and I'll post graphics or some analysis on it. And so for today, I wanted to start with Apple because one of the stories that I actually heard most recently about someone holding stocks and selling them before the stocks did really well was of Apple. And I know that it's a company that a lot of us even if we don't think we're investing in it, in some senses we're contributing to its growth because of the products that we buy from them. And I think it's a really interesting company. So I would say that if you have the chance, maybe look it up and I'll be sure to post graphics on Apple a little bit later. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. And Next week, we're going to actually jump into the fitness portion, and we're going to start with talking about crash diets, and that's actually going to be a two-episode long series, so we're going to have two Fit Fridays back-to-back because I really wanted to break it down well for you all, so look forward to that next week and look forward to some graphics on Apple possibly this weekend. Thank you.